Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Happy Mindset Monday, guys. I'm Jesse Zagorski, one of the hosts here, Agent Power Huddle. How are you guys? See some friendly faces here, or uh, these friendly names here on Zoom. Uh, it's been, been a while since I got to host one of these Mindset Mondays. Um, our regular Mindset Monday host, Susan Johnson, will be off for a few weeks. So I'm filling in. We'll have a few other guests over the next few Mondays. And if you have anyone that you like in the world of real estate that is... Um, you know, inspiring, positive, anything like that. Send us their name so we can uh, either interview them, have them talk, speak, whatever it is. Here's what I've got uh, planned for you this morning. It's been a while since we have um, had a conversation on a Mindset Monday around micro commitments. I don't know if you've heard that term before, maybe part of this discussion, maybe you haven't. Um, it's kind of the opposite of, uh, there's a guy named Simon Sinek wrote the book, Start With Why. If you guys know that 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 book, it's a good book. Um, I've just been this, the type of person that throughout most of my career, every time a coach sits me down and says, you got to figure out your big why, Jesse. I'm like, I don't know what my big why is. I don't know. I don't know if you guys are like that, um, but that's, that's just been me. I've always had trouble figuring out. You know, it talks about you going in the big, in that book, he talks about going seven levels deep where you ask yourself, you know, why are you doing something? And what's behind that? What's behind that? What's behind that? And you continue going down the layers until you really get to some, something where you're really truly at that emotional core. I, I've never, I've never done, been able to really to do well with that exercise. And plus I had a coach who kind of broke down for me and he said that the challenge with doing that exercise is um, for a lot of people, if you're trying to get yourself into action, because the whole reason you want to dive into your motivation is really to, to, to prompt behavioral change or to get into some sort of action. Um, all you've done now, if you've really gotten to this really big why and you're really dialed in on it, you've added on this level of stress and pressure that sometimes causes people to lock down even further and lock up. And, and it's the opposite of what you were hoping to get. So if any of you have ever experienced that or felt anything like that, if either you're like me and you're, just, you're not, the big why doesn't really do it for you. Or as you get to that big why, if it just makes you lock down in, in a little bit of like, oh, now I don't even, now I'm even more anxious about what to do. Um, I want to walk through the other side of this. And we're going to get tactical in the world of real estate as well. We're going to tie this into a couple of things that help and things that are especially for today's market, right? With this shifted market, with what's going on, you keep hearing people, if you listen to many real estate podcasts, talking about getting back to basics and things to do, we're going to work that all in today in the next uh, 20 minutes or so. So micro commitments, what this is, micro commitments is the basic building block of how you're going to start your, what the things you need to do in your day. So if you're looking at where you want to go, right, you want to break it down to a level of what is maybe the smallest possible step going forward towards what that goal is. Um, there's a person that teaches this concept really well. If you want to uh, break it down, her name is Mel Robbins. All right, I'm going to work at a few different uh, trainers in this one. She has a book called The Five Second Rule. Five second rule where she counts herself backwards down from five, five, four, three, two, one, and then moves forward in the smallest possible step towards what you're, uh, what you're trying to do. Because once you get into action, that momentum tends to carry you forward. In this case, let's say um, your goal is by the end of the week, you know, you, you want to set a certain amount of appointments with new clients, right? If, if that's one of your goals, you want to break it down to 
how many, how many people do you have to talk to in order to get right into those conversations at the end of the week or to set that many appointments, whatever it is. And then you're going to set your micro commitments on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, whatever works better for you on either one or two things that would take to move the needle forward in your business. Um, we have a lot of accountability groups that we are running. Oh, seeing some, some fingers moving there. And that's funny. Um, we're, uh, we, we have a few, a number of accountability groups running. So if you're not part of an accountability group right now and you need some support on this, let me know. We can get you connected, but I want to teach you all for the next few minutes how to run your own, whether it be daily accountability group or weekly accountability group. The only difference, by the way, is same structure for each one. Same structure for each one would just be some people prefer a daily sort of structure to plug into. Just like showing up, by the way, showing up here on Agent Power Huddle Live. Those of you listening to the podcast, right? I'm happy you're listening to the recording. Maybe it's part of your routine. But those of you who are here live at 8 a.m. Pacific, right? Every morning, every or, or those of you who are, um, you know, on, listening to, uh, you know, showing up here, it's 11 o'clock on the East Coast. This might be part of your micro commitment for the day. When you show up here, on agent power huddle, right? You show up here, you listen to it live. It starts to get your mindset rolling for the day that if you just did this and then this falls into the, whatever the next thing is you're going to do, you'll have probably gotten more done in the first couple hours of your day than you would otherwise. So all right, I see the notes in the chat box. If you want to be autumn, if you want to take note of the people who want to uh, have an accountability group, I'll help get you connected. But let me walk you guys through for the next few minutes. Some of you listening to this might say, you know what? I like the idea of running an accountability group. One of the best ways to take, to shift yourself. If you're, feel like you're either stuck in a rut, or you just want to get some momentum going. One of the best ways to do this is not just to, uh, you could show up to another accountability group. If you choose to run one yourself, that's one of the best ways to shift things for you is to show up for other people. Um, and it also helps us hold you accountable. Also, I've run daily accountability groups for, for years. So here is what I would recommend for this daily accountability group. You want to get a handful of people more than one, you know, you want other person could be like an accountability partner, right? It, that's an easy way to start with an accountability partner. If you want to do the group, the format I'm going to teach you is a group format, but it would work just with you and a partner, right? It would work with you and a partner. So here's what the structure goes. If you're facilitating this group, you're going to get a handful of people, two, three, four. You could do it with as many as really 10 to 20 people. Um, I think probably 10, 12 is about the sweet spot I found for running one of these. And if you're facilitating it, you're going to ask whoever is there, you're going to say one at a time, you go around the room and you say, what are the one or two things you're committed to in your business today? Maybe one could be a personal goal and one could be a professional. Some groups have been in run it like that. Some groups just do two professional goals, right? A specific, it has to be specific. It has to be trackable. It has to be measurable, right? It has to have a deadline. That's the way you know that it's really is, is, is an appropriate goal because if it's something that's not trackable, right? Like I want to have a great day. That's not something that's very trackable. Whereas I'm going to have five conversations with people around real estate or I'm going to role play for 20 minutes. Something that's really like, you will know you can check it off that you have done that. Something that, that the outcome is in, your, is in your control, right? You may also say something like, I'm going to book two appointments today. And it doesn't matter how long it takes you. You're just going to continue working until you set those appointments. But those are all examples of specific goals. And then the next day, when you show back up, the person, if you're facilitating this, you just go around the, around the room, around the, in person or on the Zoom one by one. And you say, did you have 
an intention yesterday? Person says, yes. You say, great. Did, were you able to accomplish that intention? If they say yes, you say, that's awesome. What's your intention for today? If they say no, this is where you really want to slow down to speed up. If that makes sense. I'm going to unpack that. Slow down to speed up. This is where you can do this yourself, but it's a lot easier to have someone else ask you these questions, right? If you didn't do your intention, because this is like the group help holding you accountable. The group is giving you some of this, but you're not always going to do your intention. So when, the, when you start to dive in, the person is going to, who's leading it, you're going to ask them questions of, you know, of all things possible, could you have done your intention? The answer is usually yes, although sometimes there's outside circumstances that do come up. Um, you're going to ask questions like, what got in the way? Right? What did you learn about yourself by not completing that action? But by slowing down and really getting honest, this to me, instead of getting, you know, asking the hard questions on that big why, if you ask the questions around these micro commitments, this is where on a daily basis, you start to really figure out how do I shift the things that I need to do? I think in real estate, there's a lot of pieces that we have in our day that we feel like we should do, but don't always necessarily do them. And we knew, man, if we just did that, ah, it'd be so good. This is where I want to work in one of my, my favorite concepts that we'll be talking about a few times over Agent Power Huddle. We have another couple of guests coming in to teach this in the next few weeks. Um, but just the old school idea of role-playing, right? Role-playing, scripts, dialogues. And some of you, if you already role-play, type it in the chat box, tell me, yep, dude, I got it. I role-play every day. Or, or type in the chat box, no, you know, I, I know I should role-play, but I don't really like it. I don't do it that often. Let's use role-play as an example when tying into this micro-commitment, right? Let's say one of your two micro-commitments was to role-play for 20 minutes a day. There you go. I got one comment. All right. I definitely should, I should definitely role-play more, right? So a micro-commitment is, is great around if you feel like you should be role-playing, but you're not. When you make this micro-commitment, and you could just make it to yourself, but especially to a group, I'm going to role-play for 20 minutes today. You're a lot more likely to do that when you show up the next day because you have to tell the group whether you did. And if you didn't do it, you can really kind of figure out what did you learn about yourself, right? A lot of people, they don't role play because they don't like to look bad. They don't want to do things that they're like, it, it feel, they say like, it just feels awkward role playing with another agent. And a lot of that awkwardness comes because we, we're not really comfortable as adults doing things that we're not very good at, right? As kids, I don't know if how many of you guys have kids, but as kids, it's really interesting to watch your children uh, learning to do new things right? Some kids will embrace it. Some kids don't, but I think most human beings don't like at some level, just not being good at things. Maybe you're worried the other person's going to judge you. Maybe you're worried, um, just whatever it is, but the more often you say words in a role plan, you can bring down that, that stress threshold where it's really a safe environment, the more likely you are to do it. But again, back in the context of this micro commitment discussion, right? Let's say you say, I'm going to role play 20 minutes today. Right. And you get on the next day and someone says to you, Hey, you know, did, did you do your intention? You say, well, I made my calls, but I didn't role play. Okay. What got in the way? My role play partner didn't show up. I didn't reach out to them, whatever it is. Um, you're going to start to see patterns in yourself. The whole idea of this is pattern recognition, pattern recognition. So see where you can shift in yourself, these things. And so over time, it's not like a one-time thing. You start to see the same things coming up and that gives awareness that you can work on them. Just make it sense, guys. I hope this is something that you can use. And then the other concept I want to layer on top of these micro commitments 
as I was thinking about this morning for this uh, Mindset Monday, I had all these fun ideas popping into my head. I wanted to tie together things that I've been reading a lot and listening to lately. And the other concept is on habit stacking. Habit stacking. So this is where as you make these micro commitments and you start to build in new things that you're doing, when you have the same intention, right? The same intention you do every day for a week or two weeks, you start to build that, that becomes something that you just do consistently. Then you can take a second piece, something else that you want to do and layer it on top as the next intention. That's called habit stacking. There's a lot of really good psychology and research done based on this concept of habit stacking. It's a great book called um, Good Habits, Bad Habits by Wendy Wood. I have a link to that book for you guys. Good Habits, Bad Habits. The Science of Making Positive Changes That Stick. Good Habits, Bad Habits. The Science of Making Positive Changes That Stick. I'll drop a link into the... Uh, the Zoom chat box for you here. Um, is that, if anyone's read that book, type yes in the chat box. Curious if you've seen it. And if you'd like a little hack on how to get the contents of a book without actually having to buy it. I mean, this, this is one of those books that I really do recommend reading. The book gives you a lot of good insight. But if you want the cliff notes, if you just Google her name, Wendy Wood, and the title um, and the word podcast, Wendy Wood podcast, um, you're going to see right when this book was released a couple of years ago, she went on, and most authors do this, by the way, she went on a podcast tour. And so there's 30 minute versions of her being interviewed about this book where she gives a lot of the best concepts from it on every different uh, thing there. All right. Oh, Latisa saying she would like to have an accountability partner too. I like it. And you want to role play. All right, guys, I could, if you are here on this call live and you want to be an accountability partner, right? Latisa is looking for one right here. Um, but this is why I love th this concept. If you're really looking to shift this, especially if you have limited time in your day, having an accountability partner and getting really clear on what the one or two things are that you must do. So if your day goes sideways or you have limited time, if you just did these two things, then fantastic. Um, if you, as a side note, if you don't know what those two things should be, right? You're just like, I don't even really know what I should be working on right now. This is where this concept of going back to the basics is probably what you need. Um, the mindset that I've heard from most coaches, trainers, everything I've been listening to in real estate for the last six months, everyone is saying the same thing. People that are getting success, when, when you really listen into what they are doing to create their success, they're all pretty much doing similar things, which is it just takes more conversations today than a year ago to create the same amount of transactions. You have to be talking to more people about, you know, that could potentially be doing real estate with you than before. So how do we do this? Back to this concept of micro commitments. Let, let's say you used to speak to just a couple of people a day. What if you set out to set, talk to five to 10 people a day and you held yourself accountable, right? With accountability partner. And you made sure that you figured out, it doesn't matter what the source is, but you figured out a way to make sure you get those conversations in. And you see how this would start to move the needle in your business very quickly. Is there any questions on this, guys? I want to pause. I got a few minutes left. Is, is, I want to pause and see. Is there any questions? Is this making sense? I really just need to drink water. So, all right, cool. So let's keep rolling forward. Um, there's all sorts of other ways that we can use this on a uh, weekly basis. If you're going to facilitate an accountability call, I used to run one uh, for team leaders. 
So if there's any team leaders out there, I, I'm happy to put one together again. It was just a weekly. Instead of doing a daily call, sometimes you're working on projects that are a little larger projects that it's, it's not like you want to just get it done in a day. You could break down the components of each step on it as a daily intention. But sometimes just having a weekly accountability call is all you need, right? You lay out your two intentions for the week. If I accomplish these two things, these are going to be little longer term goals. These are longer term goals. Then that would move the needle dramatically to business. This might be for getting your database cleaned up. Some of you guys who are here, it would be really helpful to clean up your database, right? Maybe it's, you have some older leads that you haven't gotten back to in a while, right? Some older leads you haven't gotten back to in a while that you want to make a plan for over the course of the week, talking to a certain amount of day. Maybe it's reaching out to your past clients and you're, and some people that um, maybe you're going to be having an event, a past client event that you are throwing, or maybe you are piggybacking on an existing event in your area. And you're going to reach out to all of your past clients. You're going to start to call. Maybe you have 20 of them, 30 of them, hundred of them. Maybe it's just sphere people, you know, but when you chunk these down you break it up on a weekly basis and then go back to what do you need to do each day in order to hit that? That's what's going to help move the needle for you in your business. I'm really wanting putting this in just a basic actionable terms. And it's, I mean, this doesn't have to be a long talk. The idea of having that accountability partner, if you're going to have role play partners, here's a little tip I want to tell you on that. For Latisa, I know you said you want to have a role play partner. I'd actually recommend you find three to five role play partners. Why three to five? If you are committed to daily role playing, you're truly committed to daily role playing. It helps one have a different role play partner each day because each person is going to have a little different style. Each person is going to have a little different insights. They're going to teach you. You're going to learn. Plus, one or two of your role play partners, I hate to say it, but they might be a little flaky. So if you have multiple ones, that way, if someone doesn't show no shows on you for the day, you can reach out to one of your other accountability partners and still do that role play. Right. The reason why I like daily role plan, I'm going to deviate here from micro commitments just for a few minutes before I wrap it up. This is the skill I've been doing real estate for 20 years now. And I think this is the skill that has moved the needle more in my business for me than almost anything else, because it's one of these basic building blocks that it's not really about the role play that is important. It's about the sense of confidence that role play builds in you because you're comfortable knowing what the words that you're going to say are. And it allows you to go back to just being present, just being present and listening and connecting to your clients. If you just sat there and you truly listened to what your clients need, your buyers and sellers, and you were truly present and they could feel that energy of it, things would go fantastic for you. The challenge is most of us can't be that presence. Most of us can't be that um, in the moment, because we're busy thinking about what we need to say next. That's where role play comes into place. When you know what you're going to say, especially helpful for prospecting calls. However, maybe it's your buyer consultation. I used to role play my listing appointment and my buyer consultation just as much, if not more, than that initial prospecting phone call, right? When you role play that buyer consultation, I had a while where I was every day I would sit down and I would role play. Um, that what I, what I do with someone in initial buyer consultation, uh, back, I want to say it was last October, we did a series of calls just to those of you know, if you want to go back and look at those, those of you are part of our crew, 
Um, and you've got access to this library of all these past podcasts and agent power huddles. If you don't have a good buyer consultation, we had four weeks in a row, we had different experts doing their own version of the buyer consultation. They were fantastic. Most of them came with handouts and overviews and the outlines of what they needed or, or what you need. So if you don't have a good buyer consultation, the reason I'm bringing this up is that will give you, if you don't know what to role play, I don't, okay, cool, Jesse, you got me. I'm, I'm into role playing, but what do I even role play? If you don't have a consistent way, break down each component part of your business and break down, right? What do you need? You don't have a consistent way that you talk to buyers each time. The first time you meet them, you have a consistent way to do listings. This is a framework that I've used to approach my business over and over again, which is to break down and look at what do we need in each section of our business. And then you can't learn it all at once. Pick, pick a phase, right? If you really step back and if you don't know where, where it is, if you don't have a coach, grab someone and say, hey, can I talk you through what I'm working on right now? Right? Welcome to DM me or message me, guys. I'm happy to talk through it with you and see if I can help you identify or have somebody else identify where are the holes in your business currently? Where would it make sense to focus on for next few weeks or even the next month? Right? And pick that part to role play. If you're not booking enough appointments, maybe it's that initial, consult, that initial conversation right? that you use to, to find out what's important to your client. If you have a certain type of lead that you're getting, maybe you get a lot of uh, pay-per-click leads or, or, or uh, Facebook ads, and that approach is a little different. That approach is a little different than, um, than what you would do with, with a past client or sphere and, you, you role play and you're, you're like, I just don't feel as comfortable with that. These are all great places to role play. Oh, Autumn just dropped in the chat box. I love it. Um, the perfect buyer consultation, the one that I did, that was back from, a, it looks like, a, actually there's no date on it, but that was back a, um, season nine, huddle one, and probably back in October, I think. The perfect buyer consultation with me, there's a link in the chat box. You can take that one and see how I break down the buyer consultation. Guys, I'm going to wrap this up probably right about here, Autumn. So if you got a little music queued up, um, I'm going to wrap this up here because that was everything I wanted to cover. So we're going to recap. We covered micro commitments and how I believe in those versus, uh, you know, the big why. We covered daily accountability. So I mentioned a few times, I see the notes in the chat box. We'll reach out to you guys to get you paired up with some accountability groups, right? And uh, if you, hopefully some of you take on the idea of leading your own accountability group, because I truly believe that leading it together, we covered the concept of habit stacking, right? Taking the intentions you set and laying another one on. And I just, this wasn't really about role play, but I like to work that in there because I think the more often you hear it, the more you're like, okay. 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 I really should do some role play. Right. I, I, the idea of should, I know is, is a hard, is a hard word. And I try to remove that from my own language, but um, I just say, take it on. Right? If you like the idea of feeling more confident in your business, the fact that you would want to take on some, uh, you know, some practice with that role play is the way to do it. Sean. Thank you for your time. Thanks for being here, guys. All of you who are here, I really appreciate it. We're going to wrap it up here. If you have any questions on any of this, guys, let me know how I can support you. Uh, we'll have some various hosts on for the next few Mindset Mondays. We're going to have some fun. We'll see you guys next week or we'll see you tomorrow. All right, have a good day. Bye, guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.